0: What would you like the power to
1: do? Mobile banking
0: requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and AM member FDSE.
1: Live your own way in the powerful Isuzu DMAX. Visit your local Isuzu new dealer today. Hostplus has been named Super Rating Super Fund of the Year for 2023. That's a plus. Issued by
0: Hostplus Proprietary Limited. Check the PDS and TMD at hostplus.com.au. Mornings with Mark Duffield. Jones follows up his ruck work, hands it off to North. He has a
1: shot on goal and he's got it through. So, a very important goal there for East Perth and they get around him. Tom North, and there's the final siren. A massive win for East Perth as they look to just launch their season going forward. Both teams coming in with a round one win and they get this victory over the Subiaco. Line. Yes, the mighty fighting Royals, their theme song and of course their team song and they have got a great start to the season going. Two wins from two games. One of their stars is midfielder Tom North. He was on Fremantle's list and he's back in WA despite coming from Victoria to play for East Perth. Tom, welcome to the show.
0: Thanks Mark, appreciate it.
1: Mate, congratulations on the win. Uh, it's always a good win uh, over Subiaco at waffle level. And um, to do it, I would imagine as the co-tenants at, uh, at Leaderville Oval makes it a little bit sweeter.
0: Yeah, it's always uh, nice having the bragging rights to start the year off. Um, it'll be good when we see him at training, just uh, have a little smile on our face.
1: So how are you enjoying your time at, at the Royals?
0: Uh, yeah, it's been great so far. Um, obviously, we got a, a pretty new group, Um and I think uh, so far we've been going pretty well. Obviously, started the year 2-0. And I think hopefully only can go up from there.
1: Tell us about the midfield. It looks like a pretty powerful midfield. You've got yourself in there. Mitch Crodon's come along with you. Hamish Brayshaw. There's a few big bodies in there and a lot of experience. So I would imagine you'd back yourself to hold your own against most waffle outfits.
0: Yeah, and I think that's sort of the identity of our team at the moment. Um, you, obviously, uh, you got Mitchie, Hamish, and uh, Angus in there, sort of all big bodies, and that's what we to, want to pride ourselves on, winning that inside ball and uh, own the outside. And I think the um, first two rounds has sort of been a good, a good start with that and um, it helps when you've got big Scotty Jones in the ruck as well. He always uh, gives some good service.
1: Yeah, you'd win a fight. I don't know whether you win football matches, but you will win a fight with bodies that size. And Scott's a monster, isn't he? You would have you would have spent some time with him on Fremantle's list. He is a big, big boy.
0: He is a big boy, and uh, he's uh, definitely taken a bit of a leadership role as well. So a lot of the boys are really looking up to him this year.
1: Tell us about Ross McQueen as a coach, um, Tom. What's he like?
0: Yeah, so Ross obviously it's his first year coaching as a senior coach, and. Um, he he. So far, he's very he's been very good. Like obviously, um, very good with the boys. Like getting the uh, trying to build the best out of each other. Like really prides himself on uh, work. Uh, obviously, having the positives of your game and building on them. And um, if we're if you're a running halfback, then make sure you use your legs. If you're inside mid, use your body. So um, no, he's he's been great so far. And um, obviously, he
1: starts his crew off
0: two and zero as well.
1: I saw you play your first game for, well, at, at the Fremantle Football Club. It would have been an appeal Thunder jumper, as I remember it. I think it was down at um, at Mandra and you might have played the West Coast Reserves, maybe, and you had about, I reckon you had about 24-25 disposals, won a lot of inside ball. So um, yeah. what's your role with all these big bodies around you? Are you still an inside mid, or are you expected to get to the outside and run? Uh,
0: so far, I've um, sort of taking a bit more of an outside role and um, playing on the wing, a bit more half halfback, uh, let, the, let the big boys sort of do the crash and bash and hopefully I can sneak out on the left foot and get a few kicks. So, um, But obviously, um, if there's an opportunity to get inside and um, they need me to do that, then I'm willing to still to obviously do that as well. So just sort of trying to be versatile and um, do what we can to win.
1: Tell us about your time at Frio, Tom. Because when I first saw you that day, I thought this guy will be an AFL player, and um, and clearly um, I was wrong. Uh, but how frustrating was it for you not to be able to crack it for for a game in your time there? And you did have a few injuries as well, as I remember.
0: Yeah, obviously, yeah, I was it was frustrating not being able to uh, see out the dream of running out on the oval, but. Um it was a good experience all in all, obviously being at that professional level and got to live out the live out the dream of being a part of it, just not obviously um, playing the game. But yeah, with a few injuries and I was a bit interrupted in my first two pre-seasons and then obviously that third year going into the COVID year where we didn't really get to play any waffle games. And um, yeah, that, that definitely was frustrating, but obviously moved on from that now and sort of just opened. Uh, aiming to just enjoy the footy and hopefully win a flag with East Perth.
1: Do you get to a stage where you sort of go, okay, I won't be an AFL player or do you still think if I have a big season at the second tier I might catch someone's attention?
0: Well, I think, so the last couple of years I have had that mindset that I'd love to get back on a a list and I think maybe I put a bit too much pressure on myself um, in doing that back at VFL. So I Figured I'd come across to Western Australia and um, maybe just try to uh, enjoy my footy a bit more and play with a group of mates um, and a team that it really gels together. And hopefully, I mean, if it if it happens, it happens, and if it doesn't, then at least I'm having fun doing it.
1: How hard is it to gather yourself when when an AFL club says to you, "Okay, sorry, mate, there's not no longer a spot for you here." What, how do, how hard is it to get over that?
0: Yeah, it is it is tough. Um, obviously uh it, at the, at the moment you probably at that time it probably feels like you've sort of failed at what you always wanted to do but um it has taken a little bit of time for me to move on but in saying that like you just got to look on to the next moment and um i think I'm obviously happy doing what i'm doing now so I just obviously i just want to play good footy on this uh at the Waffle level and play with my mates and hopefully uh yeah as i said like move on from disappointment
1: and you mentioned you spent time in the vfl where did you go and and how and what was that experience like
0: yeah so i went obviously went back to melbourne after i got delisted and played at carlton vfl and had a couple years there and um yeah like they were a great great group of fellas and obviously being the affiliation i thought there might have been a little link to potentially moving up back into the afl system um that didn't happen and um yeah, and then decided to head back across to Western Australia.
1: And tell us what was the clincher for making that decision. Who who got in touch with you and brought you over?
0: Um, well, I'm very good mates with uh, Mitch Croden and Scott Jones. And um, so, yeah, they obviously, when Mitchie signed, Mitchie got called me pretty much straight away and sort of dropped a little, uh, little lure in there. And I, I, I was tempted and then Scott called me and it sort of happened over two or three months and then um, yeah just decided that uh, obviously have my partner as well and we both had the chat and decided that we would be interested in moving back so that was happening like that.
1: So obviously AFL is a full-time gig and Waffle is a part-time gig what else do you do besides playing your footy?
0: Yeah so I've uh, mixed around a bit and done a bit of everything but now I hopefully have found a career that I can do outside of outside of footy and I've started my electrical apprenticeship which is um, with Solace and they that's a East Perth hooked me up with that gig so so far it's going well it's always good rocking up on a Monday morning with 2-0
1: yes I'll bet it is they're a really (laughs) proud traditional club East Perth I know they were in a line club for a while but um, it's I've got a lot of mates that played played footy at East Perth back in the back in the 1980s and, and they talk with a lot of reverence about the club and uh and and what it means do you get that sense that strong sense of history when you're inside the four walls at the royals
0: yeah definitely um i mean you just look at our round one crowd where we almost had about four thousand through the gate and it was uh it was great getting the win and then going up to the rooms and it was just packed and you could just see and all the uh, past players and everyone involved was just so eager to have a chat and Um, it really does feel like there's a lot of history there and I think, I'm not sure exactly how many years it's been but uh, it'd be great to uh, break the drought and hopefully uh, win a flag with this club.
1: Yeah, so I think they they won a few um, going back um, just around the turn of the century probably when they were in a line club. So it's probably been a while since East Perth have been able to win one in their own right but certainly uh, an East Perth uh, premiership, mate, I suspect there would be uh, a few sore heads the day after that.
0: Um, yeah, no doubt.
1: <laughs> you mentioned Mitch Croden. How's he going? And obviously a, a bloke um, who did get to play some AFL footy but was always just on the fringes and probably one of those guys yeah. who only ever had to dip a little bit in form and he was out of the team again. So how's he going?
0: Yeah, well, he obviously um, had a great game on the weekend and um, we, we he copped a bit of attention round one with the tag and we knew he was going to obviously get a lot of attention being a good player, but he's... Uh, obviously no as as I mentioned before, it's very hard to get delisted and I'm sure Mitchie took it equally as hard, but his attitudes never never wavered and um I think he's in the same boat as myself, and he's just looking to enjoy himself and have fun and obviously take that stress away from um hopefully getting picked or getting dropped it's uh I think it'd be good for him to have a have a strong year at waffle and i mean who knows he's he's obviously a really good player and he could get picked back up.
1: It's always good to have a few lefties in the team too, Tom. And you're you're a lefty, and Mitch is a lefty. You've got have you got any others we should be keeping an eye on? Uh,
0: yeah, well, Angus Schumacher's a lefty as well. So three three of the mids are lefties. There's a couple other good lefties in there too. But um, yeah, we'll uh, there's a bit of a balance. That's uh, there's a couple good kicks in the side though. That's for sure.
1: And what about kids? Are there any East Perth kids we should be keeping an eye for on the way through this year?
0: Um, yeah, we've got a couple of young fellas that have, have looked pretty strong to start the season. Um, Sam Van Diemen, who's a little half forward. He's, he's had a really good start to the year. Um, uh, what's it called? Um, let's have a um, uh, Bono up forward, uh, Nick Bonamale, Boninelli. he's a big tall key. He, uh, kicked a few goals and a few other lads as well. We've got a uh, Tommy Medhat, the, uh, high half forward, who's pretty, uh, Crashes the packs and he looks really good too. So I think we've got a few young boys that are coming through that will really be strong players
1: soon. Yeah, and they'd love or Tommy. Battle. They'd love Tommy Medhat because they got him from West Perth, of course, the arch rival. So that, that's always a sweet yeah, thing for, yeah. for East Perth to brag about. And, and who exactly have you got right. coming up this weekend?
0: Uh, so we got Perth this weekend. Um, it'll be the night game. Um, so that's their their home ground as well. So it'll be hopefully a good game. Obviously, they haven't had. As much success to start the year, but um, obviously we'll be preparing like always to play, win the game, and every opponent's the same. So, yep.
1: Tom, thank you very much for joining us on the show, and uh, good luck with yeah. the season. I, I hope it's a ripper, and I hope uh, that the, the Royals can climb back into finals this year.
0: Thank you very much for having me. Appreciate it.
1: Tommy North, East Perth recruit. Of course, the Royals are off to a two-zip start this year and playing very strongly, have the Demons coming up this weekend. We're coming to you live from the Toolkit Depot studio. If you want to say anything about Gather Round, about East Perth and the Waffle, or about the fortunes of our two AFL teams here based in WA, please do. You can on the temper at Bedshed text line on 0487 736 736. Call us on the open line 13 12 55 we'll be back with after the break